Get ready for an uplifting experience with Coached Soul. Join us as we bring you the dynamic duo of Steve Hudgens, a licensed professional counselor, and Kenya Evelyn, a transformational leadership coach. Together, they'll guide you through engaging episodes filled with valuable insights and actionable tips on mental health, relationships, self-care, emotional well-being, and personal growth. Coached Soul is your go-to podcast for empowering discussions that will help you thrive. So let's get started and welcome our hosts, Steve and Kenya. Welcome back. I mean, what's... I mean, I just... See, I'm out of spoken words because I don't know what to <laughs> convey, Kenya. I oh, mean, so it's good. so energetic and positive and, and just valuing each other and the value that our listeners have. We appreciate you rejoining us this week as we yes. continue into part two of valuing yes. ourselves. Mm. So, mm. Kenya, we, we talked a little bit last week, you know, about valuing, and, and that was our, our headway into individuality of valuing. And we shifted into uh, the culture of devaluing. Mm-hmm. And I I totally agree because when I see certain actions, uh, it's like we don't know how to stand. We stand 100%. on quicksand. Uh, for example, you know, for a while we've been talking about you know the border and it goes back and forth between Texas and the federal government, and and people are starting to come together as one. And to be able to stand that way and not allow an entity like the federal government of being divisive. And I wonder, it's like the movie uh, uh, where Percy Jackson goes into the casino looking for this pearl and he gets distracted by this, this flower and he loses himself. And it took a while for him to wake up. Sometimes I wonder what it is that causes us to get into that sense of distraction and the, the, what we thought we valued is not really the true value of what we need. Mm-hmm. So speak about a little bit more about what you were talking about with AI, computers, uh, just our language and our culture yes. and how we're starting to devalue. Yes, so thank you for this amazing question. What what came to me more recently, literally in the past two weeks, is that AI is a wonderful thing. Just like electricity is a wonderful thing. Can you imagine being in candles right now? We wouldn't be able to record this ever. <laughs> right? So there is the 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 welcoming of the elements of the resources in the world make us better. And I really want to preframe that I'm not here to badmouth anything because anytime I stand against something, I'm giving more energy to that something. Mm. I am, in fact, relating that there is a wave of using AI to dehumanize humans. 
And I have noticed that when my kids are playing video games for more hours than I would want them to, because I am doing my things and, and I'm not, you know, not, not getting to this conversation right now because I can, uh, th then I'll shift in public. You would see me in public, like in this recording shift, because I feel the wave of you're being a bad mother. You're letting them, you know, like I have those voices in my head. And at the same time, I'm, I, what I do is this, I know who I am and games can also be a tool and they're connecting with their friends. So literally I have this conversation, like I have five heads, right? With that said, when they go over their time, their eyes shift, their energetic field shift. They don't call me mother. Hey, bruh, what's up, bruh? I'm like, what? Huh? Where? <laughs> what? Don't you call me bruh? I'm your mother. Or you call me ma'am. Yes, ma'am. No, man. Or yes, mama. Yes, mom or mom. You're any variation of that. And sometimes they do it just to tick me. But most of the times they do it because it became a way of speaking. There's a big difference between slang. I remember, you know, 20 years ago when I was a teenager, 30 years ago, with slangs. And as I, I, I honestly feel like their vocabulary is shrinking. They, they don't need to communicate anymore. All they need to do is text and GIFs. I don't mean GIFs. I mean, you know, like those images. Right. GIFing. And I am noticing that uh, the disconnection, even though the appearance of AI and, and Zoom calls makes us feel like, oh, we're so connected. In reality, in our energetic field, we're more lonely than ever, disconnected than ever, feeling like what is love? Is love a new purse? Is love a new dress that I can order on Amazon Prime? What is love? And who am I? Seriously, that was a dinner conversation the other day. I want to interject real quick. Yes. Because I liked how you presented this. And it plays into last week's conversation. Because Kenya values herself, knows her place, understands where she's at, that you did not get hurt because they disrespected you by saying, bruh right? So you know your value. And when you know your value, you are able to stand firm in that, that in that moment, your kids shift because they see that your value is valued. And you correct them and saying, look, this is how I need to be valued. And I want you to value yourself. So let's bring this energy back. So I think this is where you're going, in fact, of being able to learn how to value. A hundred percent. You know, the, the the latest is when they want to call me birthing person just to tick me. Hey, birthing person. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I still have my wood spoon and I'm not afraid to use it. Like, don't. <laughs> and, and, and thank you. I acknowledge I receive it. And it's a constant work in progress. Because you know, I, uh, my heart is not to discipline them and telling them everything they're doing wrong. My intention is to connect and say, hey, I adore you. I love you. You grew inside of me. And the res I feel respected when you refer me as mom or ma'am. And that's all there is to it. 
And on the same note, I value you. You're a beautiful human being. I love your hair. I love your eyes. I love your presence. You're growing so beautifully. Look at your muscles. You look like you're 20 and you're 14. I mean, how did it happen? And at the same time, let's sit down and have a conversation versus eating in front of the TV or go to your room and game as you eat. Um, no, like I value you and the frequency of your food actually nurtures you better if you are in a connective state. It all comes back to humanizing us. And let me tell you, there has never been an error that we must, that I invite you, it's not an order, it's an invitation, to get intentional about connecting. But Kenya, that sounds so tiring. I mean, Does you're a it? mom, you got children, and I hear all the time from parents, it's so tiring in parenting, they just don't want to do anything. And it's like, oh, well, wait a minute, where's your energy? So Steve, I'm totally perfect. Can I just put it out there? If yeah. my friends are listening to this, if my mother-in-law is listening to this, she's going to say she, she, she barely cooks, because it's true. My, my husband cooks more than I do because he cooks meat and I don't. And I just do like the sides and he does the thing and vegetarian. That's beside the point. The point is at least twice a week. Can you do twice a week? I'm not saying every day because right. I'm driving one to gymnastics. The other one is going to baseball. The other one is going to taekwondo. The other one is going to ice skating. I mean, it's real life. And I have my own coaching clients, right? And my mm -hmm. husband has his own businesses. I mean, this is real life. I'm asking you to take a look in the mirror. And if you see yourself as worthy, because you are, and you're taking a stand for your worthiness, and you want to generate that in your kids and reflect that in your primary relationship with your husband, heck, once a week, what, what aligns for you? But, but you got to, Take a stand. What is your stand? Is that once a week? Is that twice? Is that once a month? Whatever it is, you cannot just go with the floor and just wait for something to just drop dead or, or drop alive in your plate. I believe in miracles. Don't get me wrong. Yet, the intention and the power of our stand creates those miracles. I love what you just said. Because intention is living a purpose-driven life. Pardon that expression. But living in intention is also realizing that with growth comes pain or lessons. It doesn't have to be pain. 100%. It, it could be all lessons. kinds of things. But it's learning how to value that and being able to apply so you can have growth. When we start allowing AI, when we start allowing texting, when we start allowing variety of different things, it does not help us to grow. It makes us lazy. Shrink. We it's the shrink. opposite. It shrinks in the language. And, and tell me something, Steve. What happens when you shrink in your language? Since language is the tool of creation, I will repeat. What happens if you shrink in your language, knowing that the language is a tool for creation? Bro, you just said it. That right there, bro, you just said it. 
how does that bring meaning and value into our conversation? I'm not respecting myself. I'm not respecting you. So it does shrink. And we get into a limited vocabulary that now we're just going back to caveman days and drawing exactly. pictures on a cave to express what we want. We're above that. Well, well, well and, and may I in, interject? Because as soon as sure. you said caveman, I was there. Shh. And what I sense from the caveman is that they were in alignment with that. They actually had a lot of power drawing and taking energy from the earth and doing the rituals around the fire because it was their entire being. Yes. But if we choose to use 10% of our being, heck, 1% of our being, <laughs> it's a different story. Yes, totally. And, it, and it's funny because when you dive into the value of relationship, it affects the, the, the lingo between a couple. Yes. Because men go into grunters. The wife will say, what do you want to eat? Uh, mm. And that's it. How does that bring value into the relationship? Well, and, and, I, and I'm making light of the situation because I know 100%. us men, we can well, do that. Isn't it about communication, Steve? Communication uh, sure. is language, is body language, is the vibes, like the emotion, the puffing and the huffing. You know, all that's <laughs> communication. Yes. And it's time to take ownership. You are the creator. You and God. If you say you're worthy because it's the right answer, 10 out of 10 women and men that sit in front of me and I say, are you worthy? Of course. Yes. Do you feel worthy? Do you behave worthy? What are your values? And, and this conversation is so important. And it doesn't matter where you're listening right now, in the bathroom, driving, or in, 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 in bed, whatever. Just answer this question. What are you creating? We're still in the beginning of 2024. What if you dare to look in the mirror and say, you know what? I am a world changer. Because you are. And whatever scale you choose to, do you want to change your world or the world? Either way, it starts by changing your inner world. The way you talk to yourself, the way you talk to other people around you, and the way you take those words back. You, you know, the way I, I coach, you've been with me and Steve, what, a few, a few months now. I coach through vulnerability. Let me tell you, every day I say things I don't mean. And you know what I do, Steve? Whatever I am, I say, delete, delete. Come back to me right now. Delete, delete, delete. What I meant was... And I say that in public to my kids to say that they can take it back on spot. Oh my gosh, it did not mean that. My husband, <laughs> he did something a few years ago that I would never remember. It was the cutest thing, the funniest thing, the most brilliant thing ever. And I'm going to use language here. I'm just preframing, I'm using language. So he came in from, from, from work, from running errands, whatever. Soon as he opened the door of the kitchen, honey, and I was like, oh, thank God you're here because look at the kitchen and the kids. And da, 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 da. He literally closed the door and left. <laughs> <laughs> and then I realized what I just did. Then he opened the door again and he said, hey, honey. And I said, hi, honey. Great to see you. And he goes, 
Oof, man, you're not going to believe I opened the wrong door. This bitch came greeting me. <laughs> I was like, I'm in the wrong house. You know, it's, 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 it's funny because I hear this in couples counseling a lot of times, you know, and one of the things that I try to advise women on is the fact to, you say that the husband doesn't appreciate you, but are you appreciating your husband? He's in there putting the dishes away. Don't come in there and say, hey, you put this in the wrong place. This is how you load the dishwasher. Instead of complaining how he's doing it, praise him and showing him the value of honey. I've been so tired all day. I haven't been able to get to the ditches. Thank you so much. And when we start valuing not only ourselves, we begin to value the relationship. We begin to value the other person. And how much peaceful, easy living does it seem to be from where you've been in the darkness of being alone, of hurt? And, And the reason why I shared this story is to give you an idea of the imperfection of the becoming. And the mm-hmm. becoming is ever-evolving becoming. So knowing doesn't mean that stress or kids screaming or the overwhelm of patterns will not take the best of you in a moment or another. But if you take in a moment of sovereignty, like right now, if you take a stand to, you know what? that's how I want to live my life, then it is so because you said it is so and so it is across all time space. We're complete. We're done. Amen. (laughs) But you got to take a stand and say, I want that. I call it in this new reality. I'm ready for this right now. Again, I have to interject because it's great what I'm hearing from you. But for our listeners, I wonder if some of you out there are limiting yourself to be there because of fear. Fear of what another person is going to think about me because they're going to be thinking differently from you. You know, well, you, and- will create, you will create a stress in the pattern because here's the thing. Rather life works or not, it's the pattern. So Correct. anytime you interrupt the pattern, it causes the appearance of more chaos. Like the waters move until we get subtle again. Mm. I'm not saying you're creating this because you like it. I'm saying you're creating this because you're used to it. Correct. So when you take a stand, knowing that it's going to be imperfect, it might not even be crunchy. It might just be imperfect because you're practicing. Do you expect your child to know how to play a sport, to play an instrument, play anything without practice perfectly? No. So my invitation is hold a hand right here. Come practice. Practice mastering yourself. Practice being in worthiness. Practice taking a stand for the life you see possible. Do you see a better life possible? Or do you just settle? This I can have it. That I can't have it. I'm telling you right now, if that's what you think, it's of your own choosing. You can choose differently. And, it, and it's finding that support system that helps you to support the positivity, right? Because when I hear, let's practice, and that child doesn't want to practice because they got made fun of because something didn't work at school and the horn squeaked and everybody laughed, and then now they call them the squeaker. 
and that bothers them. And so they avoid being able to practice because of the fear that's there. Yeah. Look, as, as adults, we're, we're above that. We're, we're above that pain and that hurt. I'm not putting down or disregarding how that child feels. I, but I'm when we to, have, well, well I was going to say, when we have that inner child, that inner child is going to come out. And so it's how do we help manage that inner child and redirect that energy? So I'm going to come back to the way we started this podcast. I'm here with so much love offering this high frequency podcast and high frequency courses and coaching and everything that I offer and you offer to know that you have choice. But if you look at just an inch outside of you, you're not going to see a lot of positive choices. What is out there truly is more distortion than truth. What is on TV is more distortion than truth. Mm. In the news, more distortion than truth. Um, um, on, on chickmunks, more distortion than, than, than truth. On music, on games, it's all distortion. For you to come back to that, to the reprogramming, to the recoding of your solemn, sovereign, perfect, worthy truth of your divine being, you get to stand up for yourself and want it. That's the first step. You right. get to detach from the how. I know you just asked me how, but that's not the first step because you're going to get stuck in the how. The first mm -hmm. step is to choose. That's what I want. And then you lean into a support system that can guide you towards the how and the embodiment of the how. Because by yourself, if you could have, you would have done it already. I want to dig a little deeper in what you just said. Because when I think about our society, it used to be to where there wasn't, growing up, there wasn't many choices. Yeah. There was A, B, C, and people were loyal to the brand. Mm -hmm. Now that we have, I don't know, 50 different style of fast food restaurants, there are so many choices that you get into that, well, what do you want to eat? I don't know. And you get in this combative mode of because yeah. there's so many choices. So when you say, choose, how do you help somebody to get to that choice? Because there's many. How do you get them to the choice that's beneficial and helpful for them? Steve, really, there is that many? Because when I say choose, what I see is two choices. Life or okay. Life, living fully, give your best beingness on a daily, on a minute, on a breath basis, or death. Keep repeating the same pattern and die and pass it on the pattern to your next person, your kids, grandkids. I'm Truly, glad you, the choices. Yes. The choices too. Do you want to continue the same? Is it working? Is it working? Do you want to keep running? Then stop the madness and take a stand. Disconnect from the how because the how will stop. The perfectionism side of us will be like, ooh, I'm going to fail. I'm going to be made fun of exactly what you just said. Maybe we're adults in our bigness, if you will. I just made mm -hmm. up this word. But our inner child still feels vulnerable. And it's so much harder to make change as adults than as kids. So I'm not asking you to make change. I'm asking you to take a stand.
And when you think about that, the reason why I wanted to have some clarity, right, is because that inner child sometimes doesn't know how to make that choice, mm-hmm. right? And so it it takes that brave step to know that you can turn the light switch on in a dark room and not be afraid. And being able to look at, here's the choices that I can make. Yes, it feels uncomfortable. I've never been here before. I was talking to a person yesterday about this. It the, the chaos that's in your relationship is because you're so used to it. You were conditioned in this environment. And it feels like home. Exactly. And you step out of this comfort zone and it's quiet. You're beside yourself because we feel like I've got to do. I need the noise. And I remember in, in, in college, I, I, I would watch TV and fall asleep. And I said, I made the excuse, I, a total lie to myself. I have to have TV to sleep. Wow. So I go in the military. You don't get TV when you go outside. How you does get, it work for you, Steve? Uh, it was physical activity that put me to sleep because I was tired from the day. Beautiful. And so to this day, I don't need TV to put me to sleep. Because of my activities that I do during the day, I can put my head on the pillow and I fall fast asleep because I'm choosing to be genuine to myself because when I'm truthful to myself, I know I'm truthful to other people. Yes. And that brings the value of who I am. Mm-hmm. And with that comfort and peace and knowing the value, I can go to sleep and knowing the problems are going to take care of itself tomorrow. Yes. And well, so- and, and if you focus, truly, if you focus on get rid of the problems, you're still focusing on the problems. Well, that's the how. How do I get rid of it? And if you focus on, let me get myself in high frequency, I really want you to listen to this. Oh, can I talk about high frequency? What's high frequency? Then you will be in judgment because you will find yourself not in high frequency. And then judgment, it's a low frequency. So here's my pro tip. Focus on truth. If you're sad, be sad. If you're afraid, put your hand in your heart. What am I afraid of? Because fear is always there, but so is faith. So is love. One of the people that I admire, and I started my my coaching career with him, is Tony Robbins. He talks about dancing with fear, and he does this, this, you know, he calls somebody on stage and say, okay, you're fear, and I'm you. And then they just dance all around. It's not about getting rid of anything. It's about stepping into more of you, your truest self. Right. That is the highest frequency and the frequency of belief and celebration. This is why I ask you to take a stand. What what are you choosing? Life or death? The same thing or a new thing? Which in reality, this new thing is your personal divine, unique frequency, which is really not new. It has always been there, but embedded underneath so much distortion. So how do you get to be more of you? It's to be in truth. 
it, it, it needs to be the understanding of who you are, whose you are. That's what I look at myself when I, when I went through the devastating factor of cancer, and thank God I'm, I'm five years cancer-free. Doc says it's not coming back. I'm happy with those results. But here's the thing. If I didn't choose to shift my mindset from why God am I being punished? Why me? Why me? Why me? I would still be in victim mentality, and I wonder if my cancer would have stayed because of the negativity that was there. But I chose to shift the mindset. What do I need to learn from this? And shifting into the positive, what do I need to learn? I need to learn to love myself, no matter what condition I'm in. Mm -hmm. And when I started pushing myself to be a survivor, looking at things of, of what I eat, how I eat, when I eat, looking at the things that I'm doing in my life, shifting my mind from the negative to the positive, that choice to value who I am has made me into a warrior, a survivor, a person of value, that I value all those who are listening to me now in Kenya. Mm -hmm. Because we cannot exist beside ourselves. Together as a community, together as Kenya and I have this wonderful relationship, it adds value to our community. It adds mm -hmm. value. So I know February is coming to a close with our value of relationships and, and value of individuality. Mm -hmm. You know, March is coming, and you're just going to have to tune in to see how lucky you are. See the play of words of St. Patty's Day of being lucky in March here, right? I know that's corny. It's my dad joke. Can't help it. <laughs> so you just got to laugh, right? Yes. So that's life. Mm. And so, Kenya, thank you for your words today. And, uh, you know, it, it's just for our audience, thank you for joining us and, and hoping that you find the value in this message that you have the power to choose, not someone telling you how to choose. And the relationship so, you have with yourself correct generates the frequency that you have relating to others so true love yourself big love yourself big as we close february love yourself big see yourself as completely divine and guided and whole and perfect because you are until next time god until bless time. thank you for joining us on this episode of coached soul where we aim to empower and uplift you on your journey towards personal growth and well-being. Remember, as you navigate through life, you don't have to do it alone. We encourage you to reach out to professionals, seek support from loved ones, and take the time to prioritize your own well-being. Stay tuned for future episodes filled with even more valuable insights and actionable tips. Remember, you have the power to thrive. And with Coach at Soul by your side, anything is possible. Until next time, take care, stay empowered, and keep shining your brightest light. For more information, contact Kenya at kenyacoachedsoul.com.